Welcome back to the Zero to Hear podcast. Tonight's show, uh, a really good friend, Jojo Mason, comes back on the show. Very, very entertaining guy. If you like NFL, you're going to enjoy this entire thing. If you don't like NFL, fast forward about 20 minutes. It gets really good uh, talking about his music career, how it's gone uh, in the last couple of years. Really everything on the road, all his experiences. This is a really fun podcast. Also, check him out if you are in uh, Vancouver. February 14th, he's playing at the Commodore. Giddy up. I think I feel like we have to start by acknowledging. <laughs> acknowledging what, man? <laughs> Your Chiefs, man. Your Chiefs are playing the Super Bowl next well, week. Well, listen. Well, listen. Here's the thing. My first team is Philadelphia. Okay. So when Jadeveon Clowney, I know you're a Seattle guy, so yeah. we're not going to be friends for a few minutes. <laughs> but when Jadeveon Clowney, dirty ass, cheap shot at Carson Wentz from the back when he dove on top of his head, we can talk about it. Uh, you know what? That was that was it for me. I'm I was no longer a Seattle fan after that. I liked the team. I loved what they were doing. Mm-mm. And I loved Jadeveon Clowney. Not anymore. Not my team. And then we had to bring in the 40-year-old guy who had a, a, a broken hamstring or something like that who was never <laughs> expected to play, whom we never really wanted to play, but it's kind of all we had left. You know, we had to bring him in. However, my second team is the Chiefs because my best bud, Joe, he uh, he's a diehard Chiefs fan. There you go. You know, so I had to support, had to show love. And, and I got to go down to the stadium in Arrowhead. And you went to oh, Arrowhead. I went two weeks Arrowhead. ago? Two weeks, yeah, two weeks ago to see uh, Houston. See him play Houston. How cool was that? Oh, bro. It was, honestly, it was it was, uh, it was a bucket list thing. Like, Weren't they down 21 nothing in the first quarter? 24. 24 nothing in they the first came, quarter? In the first quarter, <laughs> they came back in the second quarter and just lit the lap. They were 27-24 by the half. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? There was an old man behind me. Oh, dude, he was a, he was funny as hell. He was cussing out everybody. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, Mahomes, you piece of nah, just going off on everybody. I kept looking back like, oh man, <laughs> like calm down. It's three minutes into the game, yeah, bro. Geez. By the first quarter, he had left. <laughs> he left. He left. He was the only one within four Yikes. seats that was standing there. He had four seats to himself. Stand, didn't sit down once. Screamed his hat, screamed his head off for the first like five minutes or something like that. And then left. They got down two touchdowns and he was like, I said, I'm out of here. And fuck this game. And was, okay, sir. Have a good day. <laughs> and then they came back and tired, took the lead before the half. It's crazy. 51 to seven. They won the next three quarters. That's, isn't that crazy? Against Houston. Not many teams in the league can be down 24 nothing and come back. Name, name me one team that could do that. I can't. Maybe Baltimore. I don't know. Can they, though? We never they, saw them down that big. Look, so. look, what, look what happened. They were down 14 nothing against Tennessee. Totally. And all Tennessee has is a run game. Totally. Except for A.J. Brown. He's a beast. Yeah. But, and Tannehill can kind of get him the ball once in a while. But... 
you know, all they got is is Derrick Henry. And so when Derrick Henry gets the ball, you 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 got all you have to do is stop him. Hmm. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. And then they're down 14 nothing, and Lamar couldn't come back. He was throwing bad passes. And Lamar is my guy. I took him in my first round in, in my fantasy pool. Okay, in my fantasy draft. First round. Good for you. And I will never let him go. This is a keeper league. He ain't going nowhere. So he's my guy. He's been my guy last year too. And and I I you know, it was a it was tough to see tough to see him against uh against Tennessee go down like he did. Totally. However, you see what he did? It was incredible. This year, all season, sixteen weeks, seventeen weeks, or sixteen weeks, whatever it was. Incredible. Mm-hmm incredible i was so blown away i was you know it, i admired his well he's 23 22 something like that this is his second year so yeah, yeah. Year, 22. yeah. is he 23 yet no, even, not. even though he's 23 <clears throat> joe burrows is older than he is joe burrow stayed one year in one more year in college and uh this year he just got he, at lsu yeah won a championship so he's 23 he, lamar <clears throat> lamar <clears throat> That makes sense. Oh, yeah, that's right, because his birthday was... Uh, was January recent. 7th, yeah. January 7th was real recent, yeah. That's crazy. Mom's is next level, though. He's so it's, fun to he's watch. A freak, it. When he's healthy... He's a freak, dude. He's, he's a freak. He's yeah. a, like, it's not even fair. And then you give him guys like, like Tyreek and, and Travis Kelsey yeah. and, and, you know, even, even McCall Hardman. Come on. I know you're a, super, or you're a Chiefs fan. I am. What's your score prediction next week? Uh, I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. Here's the thing. You want to hear mine? I do. Yes. Yes, what I do. What did I say last night? 30, I think I said 38-31 Chiefs. 38-31 Chiefs. I would, I would be okay with that. I think it'll be high scoring. I think it will be too. 34-31. Oh. 34-31? All right, same thing. Will it be? What? But here's the high thing. scoring? Yeah. I, I think so. I think, I think it'll either be high scoring or an absolute defensive battle because Tevin Coleman is hurt. I don't know if he's playing running back for San Fran. And they had that dynamic deal with Mo, with uh, Mostert and um, Mostert had a beast game last year, two hundred and forty yards and yeah. four touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> he was a special. I was looking at his, his credentials. He was a special teams uh, punt returner, or not even a punt. He was a blocker or something like yeah. that. And fi- and they needed a running back because Breida got hurt. Breida went down. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Uh, Coleman at the time, I think, went down or something like that. And another one of them went down. So they just like, oh, shit. All right, well, get in there, Mostert. Yeah. And what? Yeah. <laughs> what? <clears throat> so he blew, he blew the lid off. Now here's the thing. I think, um, I think, I don't think Jimmy G can keep pace with Mahomes in the scoring. So what they're going to rely on most is their number one defense. How many times did he throw the ball last week? Eight. Eight. I was going to say, I thought he was single digits. Yeah. Eight. He (laughs) threw the ball eight times. Here's the thing. Coach Hanahan was, he he went out right before the game and said, we're not going to throw the ball. We're going to run it down your throat. And if you can't stop us, tough shit. And that's yes. what they did. They ran the ball and ran the ball. It's not like he was hiding or like that was, that was the thing they were going to. They, yeah. they purposely threw. And they went on the record in a, at an interview was a couple of days ago and said, uh, if we need Jimmy G to throw the ball 40 times, he'll throw the ball 40 times. If we need him to, th- if we're going to run the ball 40 times, we're going to run the ball 40 times. We're going to do whatever works for us. And we're not going to feel sorry or, you know, we're a team. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And that mentality for me, that scares me against, yeah. you know, coming into the Super Bowl. I know there's a lot of trust in 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 Mahomes, 
But there's also a lot of trust in that San Fran defense. So what do you do, you know, led by Nick Bosa and the boys? What did uh, the Chiefs hold Henry to last week? It was like under 60 yards or something, right? Like they locked him in. They, and how? I don't, I don't know. But so that, if they can stop Henry. That's a good, yeah, totally a good sign moving right? forward. If they can stop Henry, and then they're going to force Jimmy G to throw the ball. Exactly. And if they can force Jimmy G to throw the ball, they got Tyron, or Tyron Matthew in the backfield. He'll do his thing. The honey badger. He'll do his thing, right? Yeah. Hopefully. They can, shut, they can shut the pass down. And if they're going to rely on the run, Kansas City's defense for the last like five weeks have been unbelievable yeah. in the run game, in the run stop game. Man, I love talking football. I know, man. It's so, <laughs> it's so easy. I started a Seahawks podcast just so I could talk about football all the time. I'll never be on it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they get rid of Jadeveon Clowney. I will agree that in real time, to me, it didn't look that bad. No. But when you slow it down. He was already going down. Yeah, and Jadeveon, no. the, the, the replay is like full on helmet to helmet. I'm going to murder you right now. Like. Bro, stop. <laughs> you don't need to do that. You don't need to do you don't need to do that. You don't. You don't. And he did it. And you know, I wasn't doing I wasn't trying to hurt anybody. I was I was just trying to play the game hard. I'm not gonna apologize. Was, get the get the fuck out of here. And he goes on saying, Eagles fans are the worst fans in the world. Man, you were gonna come to Philly. Did he say that? Yes. That's a dumb thing to say. You stupid, you son of a bitch. Especially when they already, already hate you. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. You were going to come to Philly to play yeah. before you got taken by the Seattle. Man, I'm no offense to you, bro. I'm glad they're not in the Super Bowl. Hell no. Get out of here. There's no way we're making the Super Bowl with the squad that we had on the field. No. We had so many injuries. So did Philly. For real. Yeah. You look at the the starting lineup for Philly in week one in comparison to the starting lineup for Philly totally. <laughs> in week 16 or yeah. 17. This is a completely different roster. You know, they said they said uh, the entire wide receiver core uh, minus Alshon because he came back last yeah. game. Um, minus Alshon was hadn't even was didn't even have NFL contracts. They were on like the practice squad of like the beeline practice squad. And they had to bring these guys up to like try to try their best. Yeah. Come on, guys. We uh, we can't afford anybody else. So let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's try you out. And, like Boston Scott. Who else? Boston Scott. He's a young man's Darren Sproles. Now we figured out, yeah. which is nice to see. But my God, man, the things that Philly did was okay. I was okay with it. You know, it's the same with the Seahawks, man. Yeah, week two, I think we lost um, our starting center, so Joey yeah. Hunt, who no one had ever heard of, played the entire season. Yeah, not that bad. Uh, week four, we lost Disley, who is a tight end, mm. who is beasting. I picked him up after week two. Yeah. Was it week two? I picked him up, and he was killing yeah. it, man. But then he tore, I think he tore his Achilles. <laughs> for the whole oh. season, done for the season. We lost what? four running backs, so we had That's to bring right. Lynch back. <laughs> I was okay with that. That was so was fun, okay. I was okay with that. Is he staying one more year? Is that I it? Is it just a, one, a one-off? No one has really said anything about it. Okay. He hasn't no announced anything. He did, I don't he did what he needed to do. Sticking around. He did what he needed to do. He did his job, right? Yeah. He knew the offense, and, you know, obviously he wasn't going to put up, you know, 2000 and 2015 Marshawn Lynch totally. numbers, right? But 
But he had four touchdowns. But he had, four <laughs> he had a touchdown games. every game, yeah. Oh, my man had yeah. a touchdown every game. Yeah. He's just telling all these young guys to protect their chickens. I yeah. don't know what it means, but it sounded incredible. <laughs> and I was like, damn, Marshawn. When I get some money, I'm going to protect my chickens, too. Yeah. Whatever that means, I'm going to figure it out. I don't man know. of very few words, but everything he says is profound. Right? I agree. I completely agree. And I love that he's not, he, he came back into it with like a good attitude. He totally. wasn't, I'm just not, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. I liked that, Marshawn, because it was like, it was rebellious yeah. at the time. But, you know, I like mature Marshawn yeah. coming back and, you know, giving these young kids advice now and uh, some about chickens and stuff. I don't know. So our fourth string running back, Travis Homer. Remember him? Yeah, okay. He, he basically started touching the ball as soon as Carson and Penny, Penny yeah. went down. And Procise. <laughs> and and, and Procise, yeah. So Fuck, yeah. Marshawn is now playing with this rookie, <laughs> yeah. Travis Homer. And at halftime of the first game that he came back, which I think was the San Fran game. The, I think, I think right. it was week 17. Anyway, right. at halftime, there's a er, uh, conversation that they picked up on the sideline cam. Marshawn just like pumping up Homer. He's like, you're you're inspiring me right now. Keep doing your shit. No but way. But like, imagine being a 24 year old kid, having and Marshawn Lynch is telling you, <laughs> yeah, that you're inspiring him. Oh, it's pretty cool. That would be wild, yeah. man. Because like, you know, Marshawn is a clear cut, you know, public figure. Mm-hmm. Like he's the guy. You think about Seattle. You think about Marshawn. You think about that run. Totally. That beast mode run, that's what you think. But you think Russell Wilson, Marshawn Lynch, and the Legion of Boom, yeah. right? Like, yeah. that's what you think of. And and for to be sitting there, like, I just got goosebumps, man. Sitting there, having Marshawn yelling in your face, but all positive, like, yeah. motivational shit, man. Right. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be crazy. Marshawn. So you think Chiefs this weekend? This weekend? Uh, I, I think Chiefs. I think think they're better all around. I think the Niners from the very beginning of the year were talked about as Super Bowl contenders, and I think they deserved it. And obviously they're there. Uh, Probably the best defense in the league. Oh, yeah. No But I just like, I like when the game's on the line, I like Mahomes to have the ball rather than Jimmy. Over, you know what? I'd rather have Mahomes over anybody. Russ is right in that conversation. I agree. I absolutely agree. But if you take Russ and you take Mahomes, who are you taking? That's a really interesting conversation. Take yourself, take your, take your, take your Seahawks jersey off. So I want to attack this in a couple different directions. Okay, hit me. One, Russell Wilson's played eight seasons in the NFL. Yeah, has missed zero games because he's so smart and avoids contact. Mahomes, better athlete, no question. Yeah, probably better arm. Definitely. Smarts. I think I like Russ. I haven't watched enough of Mahomes necessarily to category like yeah. I just see highlights really. I don't watch the game. I don't watch Chiefs games. He, but that, that's, he gets that's injured. A, that's the difference. He's been injured one time. Is this season the only time he's been injured? This, this season was the only time he's been injured. I'm I pretty think. sure. Last year he played out the season and he ended up MVP. Yeah. You know, as a rookie. Uh was it he's a rookie last year? I think it was his second year because he didn't play at all his first year. That's right. So he come in. And he, you know, first year starting, mm. guy gets an MVP title. He he's thrown he's thrown seventy six touchdowns and what thirteen interceptions? Correct me if I'm wrong. Thirteen or fourteen interceptions, seventies in two seasons, missing three games. 
Like, tell me, tell me, I, I love Russ, okay? I, I'm, again, I'm a Seattle Seahawks hater now, all of a sudden, because of Jadivion Clowney, asshole. But I am a Russ, I'm a Russ Wilson fan. I like him. I love what he does. I love watching him play. He's exciting. He, you can never, and no play is ever dead yeah. when, when, you're Russ, when you're Russ Wilson. But I'm picking Mahomes, especially after this season, man. He gets hurt, goes down, takes his time coming back. He was supposed to be out five weeks. He came back in three. Yeah. You know? And and to come back the way he did, he didn't throw a ton of ton of balls. They ran the ball a lot with first week back. But after that, bro, in two seasons, 76 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. The numbers are, are impressive. Yeah, They're give incredible. That. And I think... If he was able to have stayed healthy uh, this year, he might have had back-to-back MVP uh, MVP numbers. Respect to Lamar. Sure. You know, of course, respect to Lamar. Obviously, it's difficult for me to answer that question unbiasedly. Yeah. I watch every single Seahawks game. I only will ever watch Patrick Mahomes if he's in the playoffs, basically. Like, I'm not going to sit there and watch a regular season Mahomes game. Should. But... I should. All right. You absolutely should. Maybe next season. <laughs> they had this. St- I was. I don't know what I was watching. NFL.com or something. <laughs> they had this stat. I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was something to do with like a substitution stat. So basically, if you pull that quarterback off of that team and put in like a normal quarterback in the NFL, how many more games does that quarterback win than the normal quarterback? So for they said Russ in that stat. I don't know what they base it on. Yeah. O-line. Yeah. Like, Russell Wilson had the 31st ranked O-line in the league. Yeah, Russell Wilson has very few studs around him, if any. Uh, name, so, uh, name one guy that you knew about going into the year that didn't finish the year injured. <laughs> Lock once, it. Once they drafted DK Metcalf. So The guy is a freak. He was a freak coming into this league. And okay, and, but and he had he had nothing proven, of he, course. He got he a lot a of targets because there's no one else on the offense. Yeah. <laughs> what about here's what here's what bothered me, okay? Here's what bothered me as well. What about the Seahawks is is uh 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 whoa, damn, was it flat the flash Gordon, Josh Gordon. Yeah, they got flash, they got flash Gordon, and somehow my man failed another drug test. That's number oh, five, right? Five flash, what are you doing? But with a guy like Flash, with a guy like Lockett, healthy, with DK on the outside, mm-hmm. with Disley for the first four weeks, yeah. with, with who, who's their other tight end? Did they have? Uh, Luke Wilson was kind of the second and guy. Luke, but... And Luke Wilson, he's no, he's no scrub. Yeah. He's no scrub. I think he's, he's, he's fine. With, the, with that, with that sur- supporting cast, and then you add Jadeveon Clowney, if Seattle was able to have stayed healthy, plus the center, of course, that went down. If that team was able to stay healthy, they would be. I think it would be Seattle and uh, uh, Seattle and, and the Chiefs. However, I would love to say that just offense in the at the beginning of the year was top three in the league. Right? Incredible. Russ was on fire. I think he was like twenty two or twenty three touchdowns before he threw his first pick. Yeah, insane freak. But the defense sucks. The defense was so the bad. Was so bad. <laughs> they were so bad. We had to win. stop anybody. Exactly. We had to win games 38. Thir- That's it. I went to that uh, week. I think it was week three against the Rams. Okay. Where the Rams missed a field goal at the end of the game 
to lose. So, they, they but the only reason they're in the game is because Russ just wins games, right? And he keeps I, them in the game. I, and if I remember correctly, he was throwing the most accurate passes I think I had ever seen. Like it was, it was a freak of nature performance just to keep them in the game. Yeah. And then the Rams, <laughs> the Rams had a chance. Was it to win or to tie? To so, win. Because we won by one. <laughs> It wasn't even long field goal. It was like 41 or something. Yeah. Oh, the refs suck, man. <laughs> I had Todd, I traded Todd Gurley and Cooper Cobb away a long time ago in my fantasy league. Yo, bums. What happens to oh, them? Oh, you know what it was? It was Goff. They were so dominant last year. He was exposed. Yeah. Goff was exposed. Here's what I didn't understand at the beginning of the year. Yes, okay. Going into last year, uh, Todd Gurley's hurt. Yeah. Right. He's hurt. He's he's tough for him to 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 get any momentum going, but he's still Todd Gurley. And once they started giving him the ball, which mid season, because they were get what they were giving him six seven touches every game, something like that. Hmm. Bullshit. He's Todd Gurley. He was the guy that scored like what was it fifteen touchdowns, sixteen touchdowns for you last year. Yeah. What are you thinking? <laughs> And they didn't give him the ball. And once they started giving him the ball, then it was a different. He was the difference maker. And Jared Goff had a, was able to to make some plays. But I think Goff was exposed. He's a bum. Yeah. I was not a fan of him. Never have been. Never will be. Uh, I think I do. I do also think Sean McVay was exposed. He was supposed to be the other coach. He was supposed to be this, the youngest, you know, this guy who's coming into the league. He's got everybody figured out. He's the the master, the youngest mastermind, yeah. maybe a young Bill Belichick <laughs> or something like that. And this fucking guy, he was exposed. He was losing games to, to teams that they had no business losing against. Yeah. They with with a, a front line with Aaron Donald, with uh oh god. With Aaron Donald, with their, like their defense was stacked. They added Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. They have Clay Matthews rushing the passer on the outside. Get the and you're telling me you're gonna lose games? Uh, uh. You have you have all the weapons. You got Robert Woods on the outside on offense. You got uh, Cooper Cup, you know, on the other on the other side. You have Todd Gurley, and you have that young that young that young uh, running back Marquis something whatever his name is. He's coming. Marquis Brown was his name, I think maybe. He came <laughs> and the dynamic duel between him and uh, oh Henderson, sorry, uh, between him and 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 Todd Gurley, they should have they should have been unstoppable in my opinion, but they got stomped on it, what seemed like every week. Yeah, it was embarrassing, man. Now the reason why San Fran is so dominant is because and Jimmy G looks so good and their offense looks so good is because their defense just kept getting them the ball mm-hmm. when you have twelve. <clears throat> opportunities to score as opposed to the regular four or five chances throughout the six chances throughout the game of course you're gonna do better but the defense is scoring just as many points as it's crazy but i don't know the Rams was like new england at the beginning of the year well, didn't their defense oh, outscore their offense for the first four games of the year? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tom Brady was throwing one one touchdown pass a game, if that. Yeah. You know, it was a bum. I had him in my fantasy, but screwed me for weeks, <laughs> for weeks. If it wasn't for Lamar putting up two hundred and eighty, you know, whatever points or yards or running yards, whatever. And if it wasn't for him, I would have got my ass kicked every week. I got second. I was choked. This guy loves football. Huh? I love football, man. <laughs> every day I listen to my first take podcast. And, yeah. Oh, football, baby. Max Kellerman. Steve every day, Smith, every day. Who does whose podcast is that? Uh, first take. I don't know that one. You should check it out. It's great, man. Stephen A. Smith and uh, and Max Kellerman. Every day they do. Every podcast. day, yeah. Whether it be all kinds of sports, the like baseball. Oh, okay. Um, they just did a really nice one 
was it my, Monday yesterday about uh, KB? KB. That one. I was, I was at the gym listening to tears. <laughs> Lifting my waist. It's surreal, man. As soon as I heard it, I thought it was one of those jokes. Like, I thought people it was fake are just news. messing. Yeah. I thought it was fake news. No questions. Yeah. Um, it rocked me, man. It, yeah. it, it, it rocked my world. I, uh, I've been a fan of Kobe forever. Right. And, uh, you know, when me and my, me, me and the buddies were playing, playing, uh, you know, outside in the driveway, <laughs> I was always Kobe Bryant. Right. And everybody would be MJ. My buddy Jared would be MJ. And, and I'd always be Kobe. And that was, that was a tough one, man. It felt like a piece of me was gone. And then to find out his 13 year old daughter was on the damn plane. Totally, hey? Killed me. Just, it, it really puts, um, you know, it really puts life uh, into perspective. For sure. You know, not, not only in the fact that, yes, kiss your loved ones, do this, but also like, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? Like, do you want to be remembered or do you, do you want to leave your mark somewhere? And, and to see <sighs> unanimously the impact that mm. Kobe had with everybody. So this, this first take podcast, um, Stephen A. Smith, uh, have you ever heard of Stephen A. Smith? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Stephen A., um, he was saying that, you know, he, he, him, him and Kobe were, were buddies, but, you know, he would say that Kobe had the level of standard so, to the point, and he would hold everybody around him to the point, to the point where, you know, if Stephen A. was coming in to, to do a show and, and, you know, he wasn't feeling good and he was, you know, maybe giving 60% of himself to, to the first take show, he would get a call from Kobe after and be like, when I, when I turn on first take, I expect 100% from you. And you was not giving me 100%. You need to be better than that. And we'll just cuss him out. Yeah. But like on a, obviously on a, like a, a brother level, like a friendship level, right? But that was the level that, that he left behind. And unanimously, everybody that played against him, everybody that saw him play knew that his, that Mamba mentality was real. You know? I saw someone on Instagram, I think today posted, <clears throat> one of the guys who played with him on the Lakers. Apparently they got killed in a playoff game one time. And Kobe goes back in the lo- locker room and took all their takes took, their shoes took all their kobe's a bunch of them were wearing kobe's he's like you don't you guys don't deserve to wear these that's right you better show up tomorrow you, you guys are soft you guys are soft yeah. is what he said so yeah. you guys are too soft this yeah. team is too soft you don't deserve to wear my shoes yeah. took them away i says what <laughs> that's intense but it's like it's a, that's a message right there you can't you can't be soft like that i can only imagine how hard it would have been for guys like you know uh, got even lebron to you know to get off the finish just breaking his record giving him love props love, hugging 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 lebron is out gg uh you know his little daughters were yeah. sitting in the front row as well and, and giving them love and then going to finish the game getting off the plane to come home the next day and he's gone like just just uh, did you watch the, the 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 helicopter go down there was a video of the copter going no. down. It was really. I'm gonna yeah, look it up after the, this. The, the explosion. I, some there was one one comment on it said it was fake, but it was in the same area. It looked like the same thing. I don't think it was fake. But oh man, it's just like it, it we're so privileged growing up in oh, North no America. Question. There's no question that it's too bad that we take. It's too bad that we need events like this to kind of put things back in perspective yeah. for us. But as soon as it happened. There was some strange feeling in me just like, fuck, like life is so short, even for guys who you think are invincible he was superstars, Superman. right? He was Superman. And to me, the message that I like kind of started playing in my head was 
every day, do the stuff that you enjoy doing. Yeah, man. Do what you love. Don't waste a day. That was Kobe's big thing. Was yeah. He never wasted a day. And that's one of the things that I watched. I've been watching interviews, you know, mm-hmm. dating back forever for, for like in the last couple of days, especially. And one of the things they said, uh, or he, somebody asked me, said, what would you want to be remembered for? And his, 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 his response was somebody that, you know, never wasted a day. He said, the reason I'm, there's the reason I'm, I, that I'm at the level that I'm at is, is because of the 4 a.m.s. You know, I, will, I, I was up at 4 a.m. practicing every day. Uh, he would be at, the guy, the guy would be at the gym before anybody else. Mm-hmm. Somebody came in and practiced and, and, and came in to warm up or do, his, do their workout or whatever. And Kobe would stay till the end of his workout and then stay for another hour or two. After that guy's workout, and he would, kid would come up to Kobe and say, man, you worked out, you tripled my workout. And he said, yeah, because I need to show you that I'm the best. I need to show you this is what it takes, mm-hmm. you know? And that was his legacy. That's what he wanted to leave behind. So I'm trying to be as, you know, I'm trying to, now I'm trying to, I went through the, the emotions, the grieving, you know? It's crazy how, what an effect he's had on, on somebody like myself who's never even sure. met the guy. Yeah. But it, it was like a piece of me. It was felt like a piece of me had just got ripped out, and it was so bizarre. And it really, it and you find out about the the other victims on the, on the plane and on the, on a helicopter, and it is it's just a, a freak accident. Of course, obviously, the the pilot was a a, a, a helicopter instructor. These really? credentials were legit. He's been he professional. Fly- oh yeah, he's been flying forever. He's been flying mm-hmm. forever. He's been flying for Kobe for the last four or five years. They were on the way to a basketball practice or a game. His daughter, right? His, his daughter's, daughter's, game, daughter's game, which her teammates and some of the parents were on the plane, on the, on the helicopter. Like, it just, it doesn't seem real. Right. Um, I was listening to the, to the pod, First Take podcast today, and uh, I can't remember who was, who was on it, but they had just recently talked to Kobe, or recently talked to Kobe, or had an interview with him a while ago or something. and, and uh, Kobe said, he said he would always not joke, but kind of, kind of joke that he wanted to die young because he wanted to be, uh, what was it? Immortalized? Is that, is that a, is that a word? Mm -hmm. Is that a real thing? Uh, He wanted to be immortalized. Right. And, and you see it on Instagram. You, you can't scroll three posts without seeing something about Kobe Bryant. Mm -hmm. There's some, even if it's some famous person or some, you know just some regular joe like myself you know and it's not just north america right it's the whole world like china philippines everywhere man messi lionel messi posted a big thing and was like whoa man ac milan when they were playing today they had a whole thing for kobe because he did some some stuff with them that's right that's right he was that guy and it really puts in perspective like well you know what are are you gonna waste a day are you gonna sit around and not be productive are you gonna like for me, uh, it's, it was it was so motivating to you know it sucks when that happens and like you said it's it's it sucks that you have to go through a tragedy to get to to be realized right. or to recognize you know what needs to be happened or how privileged we really are how lucky we really are uh, for us to take a minute stop and kind of put it all into perspective but uh, you know from darkness comes light right from any from any storm comes a rainbow you know mm-hmm. and and I think that's what everybody's going to take. And, and they are going to immortalize him. He's going to be the legend. They're trying to get the logo of the NBA changed to the silhouette of Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? Like, that's awesome. That's awesome. That needs to happen. I'm, 
I'm, I am for that. But he emulated everything that I wanted to be and I still want to be. Um, and I think a lot of people too, right? It's crazy to see what kind of impact. I ain't never met the guy, <clears throat> right? And I'm still I'm talking about him like he's still here too. Crazy, man. You going to start hooping again? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I loved playing ball, man. Yeah. man. Back in the day, I wasn't good. But I, I could shoot. Yeah. It wouldn't go in, but it would look good <laughs> while I was shooting. And every time, whether it went in or not, I would yell, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That was my guy, man. That's oh, tough. That's tough, man. Shit. We were talking about last night, like, trying to remember when the last time someone of that stardom had passed away. Has it happened? Michael Jackson. That's what we said. That was the next next guy we could think of. Or Princess Diana? Like, who else? Yeah. I'd even, you know, no disrespect to the queen or <laughs> to the late Princess Diana, but... Different even times, Even just, too. like, Different in terms of, like, the global that's, effect, right? That's what you see, man. Yeah. Is, yeah, Princess Diana, maybe, but Michael Jackson. And are there other people, maybe a handful of other people on the planet currently that would have that type of effect globally? Because, like, it would probably have to be an athlete or, or Oprah. who? Oprah, yes. Yeah, someone like that. Somebody like Oprah, but on that level. And I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that Kobe would even be on that scale, you know? If and and person like I said personally, it's all relative to to each person, right? Mm-hmm. So, Oprah hasn't really done much for me in my life. Not because she hasn't done amazing things in the world, just because I haven't really paid attention right. to what the messages messages she was preaching. Right. I and, I'm, and I know they were good. I know that she's she's done a lot of good for so for the entire world. She's she's fucking Oprah, yeah. right? It's it's Oprah, but personally. Kobe just trumps. Kobe just trumps. I, I, I've been trying to think, like you said, I've been trying to think of somebody that, in, for me, would, would have that effect on me. Uh, just probably because of the age too, right? 41 he, is so young. He was our generation's uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know, maybe the, you know, maybe my parents' era or somebody, something like that would, you know, if Michael, if MJ died, maybe that. But, he was unanimously loved and unanimously respected, which was the biggest thing for me. It was, mm-hmm. He was just, he was, he was the epitome of what, of standard that you, you should and everybody should strive to be. I don't know, man. I can't think of anybody. No, we didn't really, like, we didn't have a good answer. <clears throat> Who you got, Carl? No answer. I have no idea. I mean... BC Place had the purple and gold yesterday. I don't. I don't think they'd do that for Oprah or someone. Right. Like what just, would you put for Oprah? <laughs> a soft purple. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna say black. <laughs> I thought Carl was gonna say black. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a funny joke. I'll give him that. <laughs> oh man. Let's get into some music. Yeah, let's do it, man. What you got for me? <laughs> I find the way that relationships are built, super interesting. And obviously I know very little about music industry, Mm -hmm. but it seems like every year or every time I talk to you, (laughs) there's more and more relationships building. So, and I think a lot of the public, I'm going to speak from my perspective, but like, for example, how do you get signed up to be in a, in a, one of those wicked 
Sunfest, like a Sunfest or like a Merit Music Festival or like how do you get signed up or how do you make those connections to get on someone's tour or because like starting from zero yeah is super difficult yeah I'm sure like teaming up with the right management team and the uh, label they kind of help promote you to get you on that kind of stuff but yeah. is it a lot on you like uh, your turn with Gord Bamford this this year, which is wicked. That's pretty dope. I'm yeah. so excited, man. Yeah. That's gonna be a good time. But like, how do those connections start, especially uh, early in your career? Well, in, in, uh, I think a lot of it does have to do with you, with with said person. For me, um, I've, I've I feel like because I have just really made it a goal just to you know not to expect anything from anybody, not ask anybody anything for anybody. Just make friends, yeah, and and be be me, and and just kind of let who I am, you know, out and and open to to a lot of people. Um, I think I think people gravitate towards the, the vibes that you put out in any in any place or any you know business or whatever it may be that you're doing it. Whatever vibes you're putting out, I think you're gonna get back. And luckily for me, um, I'm I try my best to stick with this good vibes only thing, like a lot of people do. Um, and country music, especially in Canada, um, is, is follows, follows the suit, right. And not follow me, but follow that, that path. And, yeah. and that's one of the things that I've fallen in love with, with this genre is, is meeting the amount of people that I've met, meeting the people in, in different realms of the genre, whether, whether it be radio, whether it be, you know, uh, label executives, booking agents, you know, um, other artists. It's just been, it's all about just being a good person. People realize and recognize that and, 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 and I think gravitate towards it. You also have to not suck. <laughs> you got, you got to have a good product to, to pitch like any business. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm, I, I don't suck because sometimes I'm the worst, but, um, I think, you know, I just, I do what I, I do what I do and, and hope that people see that it's it's genuine it's authentic and it's it's me i've never been anything but me i don't know how to be anything but me and so far it's, it's paid off you know it's fair to say i think you're a pretty likable guy ah. you're pretty charismatic ah. <laughs> but, ah, ah, you're fun easy to talk to yeah. you're energetic yeah i mean that's were you always like that i've, I've always been yeah my mama did that man she's uh she's been my best friend for a long time uh long time Going on thirty years now. <laughs> um, you know, she, her, and I have had a really good relationship forever, and uh, and she is just that as well. She is that vibrant. People are just a, attracted to her and, and want to talk to her, and and she's always come greets you with a smile on her face, and 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 I think her and my dad have done a really good job um, raising me and my brother mm -hmm. um, in, in the way of of respecting respecting everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, not, you know, if somebody's mean to you, there's obviously a reason why they're mean to you. Nobody's just mean because nobody's born mean, you know, obviously something has happened. And that's one of the things that, you know, um, has been, my dad really, really drove that home was everybody's going through something, you yeah. know, everybody's going through some shit. So if, if somebody comes to you, cusses you out, chances are there somebody did that to them or somebody mm -hmm. hurt, somebody hurt them somehow. And, 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 and. In retrospect, I hurt people hurt people, right? And so I've done my very best to not do that, you know, and not let myself uh, 
succumb to the the negativity, I mm-hmm. guess, right? Um, it's a difficult thing, especially when you're growing up. It once is. you like, for me, probably once I reached like mid twenties, yeah, I started figuring out, and even just like through educating yourself, listening to podcasts and yeah. other people's perspectives, people who have been through a ton more experience than I have, and just you have no idea what's going on in someone's head. You don't. Even like your best buddy, like I've used this example before, even like Carl, I see him three times a week. Yeah. I probably know what, three, four, five percent of what is actually going on in his life. Oh, totally. I don't know that his girlfriend's upset at him. I don't know, you know, like whatever examples. I don't know that his mom is sick or, you know, whatever, yeah, all those things. Everybody going, so through, important. everybody going through their own thing. And, yeah. and I think, especially in this business, um, like you said, relationships, it's all about relationships mm-hmm. and you need to be, you need to be, um, one thing I've 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 gotten really good at is is understanding different personalities. Yeah. Uh, over my my twenty nine and seven eighths of yeah, a brother. year. You're turning thirty. I'm, I'm almost thirty, man. Where? End, of, end of February, I'll be nice. thirty. I'm getting old, boys. I'm getting old. Um, Carl and I are a year older than you, so. Ha! We've yeah. been there already. We're 89. <laughs> it sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've done a really good job, uh, in, in my opinion, of uh, being able to recognize different personalities and not only recognizing different personalities, but how to how to interact and how to, I say deal, but how to deal with, with other person, different personalities, mm-hmm. whether it be, um, you know, somebody who's more quiet and, and shut down and shy or whatever, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, because they can probably get intimidated by someone who's like super friendly and Absolutely. and outgoing and Absolutely. a little bit louder, right? I'm very, uh, yeah, and I feel like I, th- I feel like I'm very intuitive when it comes to stuff like that. So I know how to deal with, or you know, interact with people that are a lot more shy to help, you know, bring out, you know, a side of them that is 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 they, maybe they didn't even know they had, you know. Yeah. At least that's what I like. That's what I I like to try to do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and everybody's different, which is 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 great. Is you meet so many different people, and again, this business it's a very small industry, mm-hmm. um, but there are so many different personalities. And and you know, mu- a lot of musicians aren't extroverts like myself. There are a lot. There are a lot of them are introverts. And you know, I could sit here and talk to you for forty five minutes to an hour, three hours, it could be six hours, whatever it be. And I know some guys that it's a nightmare. Yeah. To sit there and have to, you know, talk to a crowd or talk to, you know, whatever it may be for, for five minutes. It's so uncomfortable for them, but that's who they are. Mm-hmm. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, right? And I've managed to, to create really good relationships with all kinds of different people. I look at, a, I look at my group of friends, mm-hmm. and I don't have a group of friends. I have you know, two people over here. Yeah. I got two people over <laughs> there. Like, I'm sitting there on my, my 30th birthday, my... Uh, my my fiance is looking at me like, so what are we gonna do for your third? We gotta do something big, right? What if we get all your friends together? I'm just like, okay, yeah, we could do that. She's like, oh, but do you think like none of them have ever met each other? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah, we could do, all go out for dinner or something, or you know, or not, or we could, and it would. I'm sure it would be great. I like to keep good company, you know. Um, but I feel like I've been I've been really lucky with with my upbringing and with my mom and dad that have have raised me on those those principles of of treating everybody how you want to be treated and yeah. and you know really driving that home I've, I've i've been bullied i've you know i've it's not it's not good i've been on the other side of it you know and i've also been on the good side of it where people have gone out of their way to 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 make me feel comfortable and that's a feeling that you know you want to be able to reciprocate to to anybody else yeah so 
It's, I feel lucky, man. I feel lucky. With, let's say you're early in your career. Mm-hmm. You're four years in? Something like that? What was it, 2005? <clears throat> Going on five, yeah. Five? This, this year will be five, <clears throat> yeah. How do those relationships start, though? So, like, I, I'm using my example as, like, the podcast. So yeah. I like talking to people that inspire me or doing something that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I love country music. Yeah. Love you now. Thanks, bro. I feel, am I one of those groups of friends somewhere I think over so. Here? Why not? <laughs> you never met any of my other friends, right? But if you want to call me or you want to chat and we can hang out, I'm around. I mean, let's do it. You know. That's, that's, that's how I operate, man. That's how I work. I've always, I've always been like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, just reaching out to people on Instagram, basically, being like, hey, I'd love to chat with you. I love what you're doing. Love to throw some ideas back and forth. You yeah. want to connect for podcasts, coffee, whatever. It's kind of the same for me. Yeah. Just yeah. reaching out to people you inspire, being like, I'm a young country artist. I love yeah. what you're doing. You've inspired me. To, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, uh, so... One thing I, I will I will say is it's nice to have somebody to introduce you to those people. Yeah, for sure. But then it's up to you to maintain those relationships or to even to 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 really start those relationships. I'll give I'll give an example. I don't think he'd be too upset if I say if I if I said <laughs> this, but I, I remember I'll never forget the first time I uh, I, I met Chad Brownlee. Okay. This is my very first CCMAs. We had barely we just released my first single. Um and it was doing it was doing really well and and uh big group of people at the CCMAs. There was, it was like a cocktail party or something like that. And and uh the guy that I was with, I mean, he met Chad a couple of times, so he brought me over and and uh and I hey Chad, this is this is this is my this is my friend Jojo. He's you know an up and coming guy and I was kind of, I was in shock, man. Like, it's just Chad Brownlee, bro. Like, it's my God. I've been listening to you for years, man. Come on. It's Chad Brownlee. Come on. And so I, 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 I put my hand out. I said, hey, man, huge fan. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Jojo. I, uh, really nice to meet you. And he just kind of looked at me, shook my hand and said, hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> and I kind of stared at him for a minute. I was waiting for him to give me something. And I was, you know, and, 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 and within like what felt for me what felt like an eternity of just staring at his face not saying anything somebody else had come in and you know Chad we gotta go get a drink bro I gotta get a drink and and he looked back and said really nice to meet you man and kind of went off and for me it was like he's kind of he felt kind of shut shut off Mm -hmm. right he felt kind of like you know not but that again that was probably just me in shock that you know I was me and Chad Brownlee you know what I mean that's just my guy um, him and I now are, are, are good buds. I, I could text him now. And if, you know, he's always been one of those guys that if, if Jojo, if you ever need anything, man, you let me know, mm-hmm. uh, I got your back. I'll, I'll, I'll give you advice. I'll sit you down. I'll give you your head a shake. He called me once to be in his music video. And like, it was, yeah, oh dude, like, sweet. like that kind of stuff. And so those relationships just grow because mm-hmm. you have that, that thing in common, a music, mm-hmm. right? B, he was a hockey guy. Um, I'm a hockey guy. So whenever we see each other, we shoot the breeze about, uh, about hockey. We shoot the breeze about just life in general, how he's doing, how I'm doing. And, and one of the things I love about Chad is that he remembers. So I, I, he, he remembered, he mentioned, I mentioned Chanel one time. He's like, Oh, how's, uh, how's Chanel doing? You know, have you got engaged yet? Kind of thing. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I got <laughs> engaged, you know, he sent a nice message. It was like, congratulations. And, 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 and that's who he is. He's a very, very approachable, very nice, very, you know, 
but he's very quiet as well, mm-hmm. right? He's he's that guy. So for that, for an example of that, you know, being able to grow that relationship, and I've reached out to him multiple times. Just I was struggling. I needed some advice. Yeah, I was feeling down and out, and and you know, I, and I so I, I shot him a message and said, "Hey, man." You got a minute for me? Sure. So he'll get on the phone with me and and, uh, and and we chat for a minute and get to go after that, right? Those are the people that I think build those really good long-term oh, reputations, right? Yeah. Oh my Just, God. <clears throat> it's not necessary. It doesn't make him a bad guy nope. if he doesn't send you a message and nope. say congrats on your engagement. Of course not. But the fact that he remembered and yes. is paying attention and goes out of his way to send that stuff, it means a lot to people, right? It, and that's, those are like, like I said, man, it's people in the genre that, that are like that. Yeah. Somebody who's really, really good at that is Brett Kissel. Mm. Um, I've, I've, in the last couple of years, I've gotten a chance to know, to know Brett a little bit. And, um, you know, he, he remembers, he's, I've never seen anybody better at remembering people's names. Mm. Like apparently, and these are stories that I'm hearing about this kid, you know, he's, he can, he'll, he'll meet somebody in in radio one of the djs won't see them for two years come back and be like oh yeah you just had a i saw you know you just how's your you just, when last time i saw you you had just had a baby and how's little how's little uh, gg or something like that you know how's she's about two now right since the last time i saw about two and he's like the guy's got it yeah he's got it and He's he's has yeah, best I've ever seen like that. But those are guys that people really gravitate towards, right? Um, was that kind of, like starting to meet obviously bigger names in country music and Canadian country music? Was that kind of stuff surprising? It was for me. Yeah, it was. It was crazy to see how humble a lot of these guys are. Like I got a chance mm-hmm. to to uh, to meet Dallas. Um, he was very very warm to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's he's one of those introverts that I was talking about, you know, um, who probably if you put him up in front of people to talk for 45 minutes, he would would probably rather not do something like that. That's super you know? interesting. Um, but for me, he was very, very warm when I first met him. And and uh, even to the point where I was I was really struggling um, at one point in my career, early in my career. And and uh, I, I I don't know why I messaged he. He had told me, dude, I'm here for you. Anything you need. You, if you need to, even just some advice, you want to go for coffee or something like that, hey, let me know. And and I remember I reached out to him one day. I said, listen, man, like I'm 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 going through some stuff. I need some, I need some advice. And so he took time out of I, he's guy's dust. He's busy. You ain't got time for just to mess around, right? But he took two hours for lunch for me. He met me at Cactus Club in Langley and and sat down and and uh I was, I was, I was, at the time I was like, my, like this guy, he wants to, he's actually, actually showed up. Hmm. So I sat down and we talked and I, I, <clears> I gave him the best, I, I, I gave him everything that I had at that moment to, to talk about. And he was one of the, like, he was, I, I can't say in, uh, enough good things about the way he handled me and my situation. <laughs> it was, it felt, it was, it felt real. It yeah. felt genuine. And since then, he's been that for me. You know, he's been that guy where he, you know, if I need him, I can call him. I can, you know, if I need something, I call. I'm lucky enough now to have developed a relationship um, with with him where it's still just as strong to this day, right? And again, he's one of those guys. He's guys been through. He's been through it. He's been through the ups. Been through the downs. And and 
and it's nice to it's nice to have somebody that you look up to um and that you you want to you know you want to be like have that same you know level of respect that he's willing to take the time it's cool to have those role models especially yes. early in your career oh just um i feel like i've had a couple of those through my career and i am so excited to give back to that like for me obviously real estate to that new realtor because it was there for me right yeah man always take that coffee meeting you spend yeah, 30 man. minutes of your time giving someone a little piece of advice or yeah, sharing man. your experience people don't forget that stuff and, it, it. and it's really beneficial right i was on the way here um and i got a call from uh from a a young a young fellow out in ontario mm. his name's justin and yeah he, uh, he he gave me a call he's man he was texting me earlier in the couple of days ago I said man I really need I really need some advice I need to talk uh to somebody is there any chance you you'd be willing to to get on the phone with me I said of course of course man so he's on the way here I was on the way here you know it take me about 35 40 minutes to get here I was on the phone with him the whole time and he was he just he was asking for advice he was asking what what he thought I should do or what he thought I would do and you know what direction I thought he was going and again I am no expert by any means mm at all in this business i still feel like a rookie you know what i mean um but i've been able to intelligently talk uh intelligently speak to this guy and intelligently give this this kid um some advice that's been based on my personal experiences um it's been it was it was a, it was crazy it was a whirlwind for me to be able to do that i got as soon as i got out the car we got off the phone got off the car gave you a text and, and it's like well i had a big smile on my face i was like damn they're calling. He called me, asked me for my advice. It's humbling, right? It, it is, man. It's the cool. It's one of the coolest experiences. Ooh, excuse I me. I think one thing I learned a couple years ago. No matter how long you've been in industry or whatever, you your experience can provide value for someone, right? No matter what. Just it sharing is. the things you've been through. No matter what it is, man. There's been lots of failures in my career, and just sharing those things and saying, "Okay, this is what I learned from those things." Yeah can absolutely help someone along the way, yeah, regardless man. of whether they've been in the industry longer or shorter than yeah, me or you, right? It's nice to know, too, for me, what I wanted when I, when I started this music was just to be able to make a difference mm -hmm. and make change and be able to, um, you know, sh I'm, I'm a very open book. You ask me anything, I'm, I'll, I'll never lie to you. I'll never hide anything from mm -hmm. anybody. It's not my, not my nature. Um, the hardest times too. If you want to know about my past, I'll tell you. I'll tell you everything. Mm -hmm. It wasn't easy. A lot of the time, I, I I I killed myself mentally a lot of the time. Like it was it was it was really hard. Um, but for me to be able to give back and just to be able to make a difference, even if it if it just touched one life, mm -hmm. um, for me that's that's a, a a win. I feel like I've I've succeeded, you know, in in doing what I what I want to do. However, I want to continue to do so, hmm. of course. Um, and, and luckily for me now, I have a platform to do so. There was a, I played my, one of my first festival shows out in Cavendish in 2015. I put out one song and uh, I guess I had, I hadn't done too bad on stage. So there was a meet and greet at the end. And um, I'll never forget this, man. There was a long, the longest lineup I had seen for a meet and greet I've ever experienced, there was probably felt like a hundred people there. And so I'm standing there, I'm signing, I'm giving hugs to everybody. I'm saying hi to everybody. And in the middle of the crowd is a cute little, cute little girl, pink, pink cowboy hat, pink boots on, pink little vest on. She's by herself. I'm kind of like, there's probably like about 
12, 12 or 13 or something like that. Yeah. Okay, what's up? What's up, little one? How are you? And we're chatting for a minute. And um, and she, she signed, I signed her hat, whatever. And, and she went back around to the back of the line, waited till everybody was done, came up to me and said, I want you to read this. I, I, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't say it out loud, but I want you to read this. She had written on her phone a message that says, my parents, I feel like my parents don't love me. I, my friends don't want me around. I feel so alone. And I feel like, uh, I feel like I hate, I hate myself and what, where I'm at. So, something along those lines. But I've listened to your music and your music really helps me, helps me get through. I was like, come here for a sec. I gave her a big old hug and we sat down on, on the grass in the tent and we talked. And uh, I, I said, listen, like, You've been through a lot in your few years, but clearly you're here to, for some reason. You're mm -hmm. here for a reason. You've been through it. And so you just got to keep fighting. You just got to. And so I gave her this piece of advice and, and, and she gave me a big hug. She was in tears. She was crying. And she gave me a big hug and, and, and went on her way. And I don't know if I, I've never, I haven't seen her. I don't think that she sent me a message since, but I'll never forget that experience. Fast forward to, uh, fast forward to this last fall. Um, I was in Edmonton, and uh, I dubbed, was on my my first leg of the Hug Life tour, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so we had done the Edmonton show, and I'm I'm standing there and I'm saying hi to everybody. I'm meeting people. There's a long lineup, and and uh, this couple couple comes up to me, and she looks at me and says, "Jojo, I just want to thank you." I said. Me for what? <laughs> you know, thank me for what? You don't want to buy a T-shirt. You don't want to buy a CD. I want to thank you. And uh, and she said, no. Listen, you know the way that you've been able to be open about your your mental health issues and and your struggles has really really helped us. And and we haven't felt like a normal. We haven't had a norm. We haven't felt like a normal couple and had a normal night out in since you know since before our house burnt down. I was like what do you mean your house burnt down? So she sent, she told me the story and um, they had been, apparently this was real recent at right, a couple of weeks, you know, a couple of months before the show. Mm. Um, they had, they had had their house on, set on fire, their townhouse set on fire, lost everything. She was in the house sleeping oh when God. it, when the fire went out and, 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 and somebody grabbed her and pulled her out. Um, and she said, this is the most normal we felt in in a long. I still got the the the. I posted. She she let me post the the message she had sent me later on too, and she said, uh, one piece of one thing I said. I didn't even remember even saying this, but she had said to me, um, she was told me telling me all this all these things. And I said to her, I, I I guess I had said to her, listen, you survived. You've been through hell, and you're you're still here. Obviously, you're on this earth to do something great. Your, this wasn't your time to go. So this was, turns out she's becoming a nurse. Her husband was, uh, was in the army. Um, and I had just got, uh, another email from her, um, uh, was a couple was last week or something like that. It said, Hey, just want to give you an update. Nathan's uh, overseas now. Um, and we're, we're doing better than ever. And just like, we can't thank you enough for your words and, and your kind of thing. I'm just sitting there like, that's this is what this is why I got into this. Mm -hmm. Oh man, this is exactly what I wanted to do, and and to be able to use my experiences and my words and and my music, I guess, with my platform now to be able to inflict that change or you know affect somebody's life in that way is m more of a win to me than 
anything else I could have ever done. And again, like I said, that's what I wanted to do when I started, man. So uh, sorry, Carl. I'll just start talking. I just can't stop. That man. was great, man. Does, I just yeah. can't stop. These stories are so good. Nah, just can't stop talking. I'm I'm assuming you've probably gone through something similar, but like for me, there's moments throughout a career, even throughout a year, that you think to yourself, like, why am I doing this? Am I on the right like oh, yeah. am I doing this for the right reasons? Oh yeah. Am I making a difference? My goals at the beginning were this. Am I am I achieving those? And then you get those little reminders, whether it be like from a teammate, from a fan, from whoever. Yeah, man. That just kind of keeps pushing you forward, right? Gives you a little that little bit of extra strength just to get re- through a tough time. Just reminds you. Yeah. Just reminds you why you're doing what you're doing, you know, and to do what you're doing to the best of your ability and to work as hard as you can because those changes or those things that you're doing affect people that you don't even realize. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's to get those messages like that is is a is an absolute blessing, but it's also a really good reminder of you know what you're doing really does matter, and what you should do in life is is matters. You know, it could be simple as I watched a video. Uh, funny, I watched a video the other day. This guy had a cell phone up like this, and he's walking around, and he would just go and say compliment every single person one 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 thing about them oh my god i love your shoes and they the reaction was just magnificent man and it that's all it takes and this kid is going to be remembered by all those people he complimented by going out of his way to say something nice to uh to to you know to random strangers and that means something man that means something hmm. i think i'm uh I don't know when this is going to be aired, but January 29th is Bell Let's Talk Day, right? It's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I've done, me and my friend Mike, uh, Mike Young, he's one of my one of my best one of my best buds now, um, musical genius. He's my bass player. Yeah. You guys will see him on you know, February 14th. Um, the guy's an absolute gem. So what we're doing, uh, we went into we went into his studio at his his little studio, whatever, and. Um, we recorded an acoustic version of uh, Numb by Linkin Park, mm-hmm. right? And so what I... That was like what, one of my fave songs in too, elementary man. school, man. Me too. And if you listen to the lyrics, it is a mental health anthem. Man, I couldn't believe I, was, I paid attention for him and I, I listened to it back and that was one of the ones I really wanted to do. And this was what, why I wanted to do so I could release it on Bell Let's Talk Day. So tomorrow, Sick. we're releasing it to Spotify, Apple Music, um, we got Bell on board to to play it across all of their country stations across the country, um, and 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 all of the money we generate throughout its entirety, however long we have it up every year, we're gonna give the amount of money from the streams, from the downloads. We're gonna give all that money back to to the mental health, and that's again, like I said, I wanted to be part of the change. I wanted to do things to 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 not just talk about it, but to be about it. You know, to really raise awareness. So that's what. That's what we're doing. I'll send you, I'll send you a, a link tonight, man. Yeah, 100%. percent go. You can check it out. Um, that's what I wanted to do, man. So that's what we're doing. It's little things like that that, you know, may not mean a whole lot in the big scheme of things to, to most people. But if it reaches one person, if it reaches two people, if it reaches three people, then I know what I've done matters, right? And that's what I want to be, you know, I always say, well, not always, but now, now you know, Kobe's gone too soon, you know. That's what I want to be remembered for. I want to be remembered for, you know, taking time to do things like that, to be that change, right? 
I think about to amazing by the way and I'm so pumped yeah, to yeah, hear yeah. that cover because that's a wicked song <clears throat> it's pretty pumped. crazy it's pretty crazy yeah. man it's so different <laughs> totally hey yeah dude it's it's wild you'll you'll see I'll do show you, you put a country spin on it nope just an acoustic yeah. it's it's piano it's piano and guitar cool and, that, and that's it and mm. it might be able to if you pay attention to the organ in the background just for, lift it up a little mm. bit but that's it man production's super simple on it Even, like with your platform and like and the number of down, I was looking at your Spotify, 135,000 downloads a month. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Listeners a month. Yeah. That's sick. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. Over the Christmas break, because we had released, uh, mm. uh, we had put out my Christmas songs again, right? We just put them all out. We yeah. was at like 200,000 listeners a month. I was like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Right? I know. Wild, man. It's, so whenever you get those, like, uh, whatever fan coming up to you and sharing that story mm. about how you've helped them. How many other people are too introverted or like just wouldn't say anything, but you're affecting so many people, especially with like the reach that you keep accumulating every yeah. year. It's pretty cool and so humbling. Even like I bring it back down to our level and what do we have? 25,000 downloads or something like that on the podcast. And we've had like multiple people reach out and just be like, I really like that episode, learn something. Yeah. Whether it's like we've done a couple with talking about depression and mental health and we've like whoever, business tactic, like whatever it is. But the it's cool to get those messages just to like reassure that you're you're doing things for the right reason That's and it. providing value. That's what it is. Right? That's what it is. And if that one person reaches out, how many others are are taking something away from that's, it, right? That's what it come down to, mm -hmm. man. It's it's about what what effect do you want to have on the world because you know you never know any interaction with somebody um mm -hmm. could could be the only memory or only thing that they remember you for forever you know i've i've met you know i've heard stories of of people like yeah i met this guy once he was a dick though could you he's not a dick i met the guy he's a really nice guy but yeah. that one interaction with with said person wasn't very pleasant and it might have just been a hit <clears throat> or you know didn't take the time to really get to know or you know spend a, a lot of time so, so you never know <clears throat> you never really know how you affect uh <clears throat> other people and how you affect people's day and I, again like i said like you, you, it's the company you keep as well that really um that really defines who you are as well, right? Even just like shifting the thoughts in your head to most people have a lot of good in them, right? Oh, most people with their friends and family yeah. are wicked people. They're they're friendly. They're kind. They're you're not, you're not born an asshole, right? Everybody's got that. Everybody's got that good. The uh, the wide eyed innocence of a you know of a child. That's, but even just understanding those thoughts of like meeting someone new or walking into a Starbucks and ordering coffee. Like why not just be like, Hey, how's it going? Whatever your name is. Yeah. Holly. Yeah. Uh, how's your day going? How's your morning going? Love your hair. Right. Rather than just like, uh, take a black coffee. Put a smile on someone's face. Put a smile on someone's face. Yeah. I love that. Shit. A lot of times, a lot of times, stuff. a lot of times people don't, a lot of times people just don't even think about that though. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times people don't go in and say, Hey Holly, how you doing? I love your hair. I'd like a black coffee. 
That's it. People don't, people mm-hmm. just don't have it. And maybe it's because they're having a bad day or something that happened to them. Mm-hmm. And so if, ha- if Holly was standing behind the counter and is wondering why this person's was a real dick and came up and just, I want black coffee. Holly don't know that, you know, Johnny's mom just died <laughs> and he's having a rough go of it and just doesn't want to talk to anybody, just wants a black coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you never really know, man, but you got to. You got to just do your best, I think. And you never know what an interaction is going to turn into, right? You don't. I mean, and that's, that's what I've based, you know, that's, that's my life. And you never know. I've had some really good things happen from conversations. I barely remember. Totally. You know, but just being friendly, being yeah. outgoing, being genuine, yeah. asking questions. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and paying attention to what people are saying is another big thing for me is, you know, Look them in the eye and, tell, and, and let them know that you're, you're talking to them. Hmm. Let them know that they're important as well, right? It's cool, man. That's yeah. a part of the thing I'm learning with the podcast is the listening part is so much more important than the talking part. Like mm-hmm. genuinely listening, yeah. caring about someone's story, Absolutely. and then just picking it apart and like asking questions based on like one little thing you said. Like yes. something I want to go back to. Great, great segue here. Yeah. I'll point yeah. that out. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's a little bit shocking to me for you to say, obviously, you know, Dallas fairly well, that Dallas is an introvert. Cause I've, I don't know, I haven't been to a ton of concerts, but let's say I've seen 25 or 30 people with music festivals and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. live. And I would probably put him at the top in terms of crowd interaction. He's the best. Phen- blew me away. Yeah. So good. Absolutely. So it's interesting for you to say that a guy like that is, a, is an introvert. I guess he's just like a seasoned vet and j- totally understands how to, how to work a crowd. He's very good at what he does. When you so see him good. on stage, I've seen him more times on, than I can count on both hands. Yeah. And, and every time I'm blown away with, yeah, you're right, his interactions, he takes fans. It's fine. It's so I had, cool. I had, a, yeah. I had a friend of mine that I grew up with in Saskatchewan, okay? Uh, I hadn't talked to her in 10 years and she posted a picture because she was at a festival that yes. Dallas was at and he had taken her phone yes. and posted a picture. And I said, hey, I, you know, I know that guy. And, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, you know him? Like it was like the biggest thing, but that's who he is. He's, he's all about giving back. He's all about the fans. He's all, and, and he makes time for anybody who, who, who wants it is, mm-hmm. is how I feel about, is how I feel about Dallas and that's always been my interactions with him. Um, but, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, going to, to, I'm going to host an award show um, coming up in the, next, in the next few months and in Saskatchewan. Sick. And, um, and one of the things that they had asked me to do is a, like a 45-minute Q&A kind of thing. And for him, he'll do it. No problem. He'll get through it. But if he doesn't have to do that, it's like, God, I don't want to stand right. up there and just out sit there and talk about you know myself for forty five minutes. And uh, for me, hey, I talk, I talk for hours. I don't give, I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, I talk about anything to anybody about anything. Uh, I'm not. I don't know a lot about a lot of things, but I know enough about a lot of things to be able to bullshit my way through uh, a ton of conversations. Right. Even just going back to that point about like you never know what an interaction is going to bring. You never, you never know. know that girl that he takes a photo with that one day, she remembers that forever. 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 And anytime ever. Dallas's name is ever brought up, that's what she That saying. guy was amazing live. That's right. Had so much fun at his concert, right? He seems, just seems like such a really nice guy. And he is. That's what I, and that's, uh, 
I mean, I, I hope he doesn't listen to this and just be like, guys, just whatever. But you know, honestly, I've, I've I was a fan of his before uh, before I, he he even knew my name, you know, and and so to to have that relationship with him now, um, he is what I thought he was, yeah, which is really really nice, and to and obviously you know Kobe's on another level than anybody on the planet, but to see that every interaction that he's had with people who he probably don't even remember, he wouldn't even remember. Mm-hmm. And they're sharing their anecdotes with, with everybody um, proves to me that he was who I exactly who I thought he was. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's why guys, you know, guys like Dallas, you see the work ethic, you see the, the hustle, you see what he's done. You see the stuff he does with his family. You see how well he treats his band and you hear how well he treats his band. And, and, and those are the things that you, you want to be like, those are the things that you want to, you want to emulate. And, um, I've had a chance to get to know some of the guys that he's played with and, and that they have nothing but really, really good things to say about him in that regard as well. They, he takes care of us. And in, in, in turn, we bust our ass for him. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to, man. That's what it comes down to. So for me, having somebody like Dallas on my team, is is such a such a blessing for me um because he he's taking the time to get to know the direction that i want to go in mm-hmm. and he's not trying to steer me in a different direction he's trying to steer me in the direction that i want to go but using his knowledge and his experience to help guide that guide for that sure. train right i've been a big fan of his music for a long time like mm-hmm. i've been a country fan for 15 years long yeah, like yeah. since high school and all like been a big fan of Dallas for a long time, mm-hmm. but that was so impressive to me. That was I've only seen him live once. He's come back to Sunfest. So yeah, I'll man. see him again this yeah, summer, man. which I'm so pumped about already. But yeah, he's man. Keith Urban is headlining mm-hmm. Sunday night, I think. Uh, I can't remember who the other two nights are, but Dallas is on Thursday. Okay, and I'm 100% going on Thursday. You have to. If you've never seen him live, you should. You know, he's, and he's even so if you good. have seen yeah. him live. You still should it was, because yeah. the guy keeps, and listen, you don't put out eight and you don't have, the, okay, you don't have the support of the entire country. You don't have the support of every radio station. You don't have the support of, of guys like Keith Urban and guys like Florida George. Like you don't have that support and you don't have eight number ones in a row without A, having great music, yeah. B, being a great person. And see, just loving what you do and showing and showing everybody who supports you that same love back. And that's one of the things that I've taken and I've, I've really paid attention to is, is just that. The amount of love he gives back to his fans. Yeah, yeah, he did a speech. Uh, he won Fans Choice Award was it last year at CCMAs or year before. Cool. Yeah. He won, won Fans Choice. And, and he said, All the, like, I, I make music because I love music, but I make music for you guys mm-hmm. because I of the support that you give me and you guys have given me this platform to do so and you guys supported me throughout and you don't even understand how much that means to me and I was sitting in the audience and I was just in awe of how much respect and how much love and how much praise he was giving to everybody else mm-hmm. you know and like I said to to have him on my team as now as well is 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 so it's been a game changer you know for me when did you guys start working together September him and him and uh his uh his business partner scotty cook who's also my producer um they came on board uh, late september early october scotty cook scotty cook ah he's he works with Kristen as well right yeah okay cool yeah she's the protege man she's oh i've been i've been and don't tell her this yet 
Uh, <laughs> don't tell her. I, I pitched discussion. Kristen released a video of her singing a song called Warrior. Um, and I was, I was blown away. Apparently she wrote that song. I was just flesh. She was singing it live off the floor. And I've done one of those at Sirius XM sessions. And she, she, it, I was floored. Mm-hmm. I was floored. And I, I messaged Scott right away. I said, what do you think the chances of Chris is going to release this song? He said, probably pretty good. I said, what do you think the chances of Chris will release this song with me as a feature on it? <laughs> you know, and he's like, I'll, so I'll talk to her. You know, she's a very independent woman and she wants to be one of those girls who, you know, stands on her own two feet and doesn't have to, doesn't want to feel like she has to have a bunch of features or help from anybody else. Sure. She wants to, she wants her talent and, and her presence and, and who she is to really shine through. And I think she's going to be a force to be reckoned with, man. Hmm. Once she gets some traction and she already does with, with her first single just came out, came out so hot. And and across the country too. It wasn't just me that thought so. She's getting ads on radio stations left and right for independent artists with the climate of talent that's coming out nowadays. Mm-hmm. She's breaking through that as mm-hmm. and as a female. Isn't that a good uh, indication though that artists want to team up with her? Isn't that like I think the power? I I hope so right? for my own selfish sake. Like, you know? Yeah, but what I'm <laughs> like from. <laughs> Yeah, you wanna you wanna do it on your own, but this is doing it on your own. Totally. Right. I mean I have people I, are reaching out to you and being like, I want to team up with you because you're fucking awesome. I, I hope that's, that's a pretty how, good sign. I hope that's how she takes it. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> but Scott and I have got has, have got a pretty good relationship now too. Uh, her voice is killer, man. Oh dude, it's incredible. Yeah. Even just like Ooh. her acapella stuff on that, that she posts on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> That Bro. that sound equipment can't be very good that she's putting that stuff up with, and her voice sounds unreal. She's been she has vi- okay. Here's the thing, you know, you know she's good, and you know she's great, and you know she's one of the best when she can do. You know the Mariah Carey, the yeah. super oh man that nobody can do in the planet. I can't. I never even heard notes that high since <laughs> since Mariah done it. And and Kristen's out there. She's out there. She can do that. I was in a I was in a, a recording session with Scott uh, last year, um, and he's like, "Dude, you gotta check this out." And he was he's produces Christian, obviously. Um, he produces Christian as well, and and he's he's soloing like so he just mutes all the other instruments and just puts her voice on, and it's a it's pitch perfect. Yeah, it, and she's doing all the the high pitched squ- run things that I'm I've I'm sorry. What I looked at him, I says, "What." He says, yeah, man, the, the, the women in country music, they better look out. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but can we project her, her voice is almost like a country version of, do you know who I'm going to say? Mm-mm. Ariana Grande. I think she's better than Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande's voice is phenomenal. It's great. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. It's so unique too. Yeah. the pitch. Yeah. Maybe I just haven't heard enough of Kristen, but like. Maybe she kind of is was like a country version to me of that. I don't disagree. Um, I don't disagree with with the talent level. Ariana Grande is very very talented. Yeah. I feel like Kristen, you know, is is better and and with the right with the right people in, in place, which she clearly has. Mm-hmm. Um, she's gonna she's gonna do some damage. She's gonna do some damage in this business in the best. I mean that in a, a very good way. Mm-hmm. She's gonna do some things, and and I'm very excited to be, you know, to to be a spectator 
And to be able to, you know, to say, hey, I, I was, you know, I was watching, I was watching from the beginning. I've been around totally. from the, I've been a fan from the beginning. And, uh, and now I get to play a show with her coming up soon too. I'm stoked, man. There's a, there's a female part in, in one of my songs called Good Kind of Love. Um, don't tell her this either. I haven't asked her to do this yet. But I'm going to ask her if she wants to, if she would sing, yes. uh, come on stage and, and sing with me as well. I think that would be fucking killer, man. You're headlining Boots and Hearts. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's pretty crazy man i'm pumped man i missed seeing you at red truck last year yeah uh, but i got tickets very early for boots and hearts it's and sold out quick too i will be there no matter what i'm so pumped man it's gonna be good I'm man pumped. and chris and now i Kristen. get to chat with chris in the morning and then yeah, see man. her live too yeah uh that's she's she's a she's a jam and, and i played with uh I, I brought sons of daughters uh yes. out with me on, on my hug life tour as well and they're just, I mean, I've, I've written tons of songs with Jimmy down in Nashville and uh, him and Crystal are just the sweetest pair. And, and to, to know that they're coming out too, this comfort thing for me too. So I know that they're coming to play the show with me too. Are they, Cause she's from BC as well, right? Yeah. Are they both? I, I believe so. Jimmy yeah. is for sure. Yes. Crystal is. Yeah. I think yeah. she's from yeah, yeah, yeah. North Van or something. Like That's that. right. That's right. She's been in the game for a minute and same with Jimmy and. I'm glad some really good things are happening with them. They're actually out on tour right now in Ontario with uh, with Megan Patrick. Amazing. That's oh, wicked. man. Oh, stoked. That's my girl. MP. MP. Yeah. <laughs> how's your um, how's your game changed in the last, like, five, six months working with Dallas? How's it changed? Yeah. Um, or, like, what what is... Learned any any like big things that you're pumped to kind of put into work this year, kind of thing. Just because he's a superstar. He's he's an absolute superstar. Yeah. Um, I was, and again, like I said, I, when when I go see shows, I, I I have a hard time just sitting and enjoying the music. And so I don't I don't do that anymore. I can't just I can't. It's not I just it's not that I don't want to. It's that I can't because I'm sitting there and I'm trying to make my game better, and I'm sitting there and I'm watching guys like Dallas and like, you know, I've seen, uh, we went, me and, me and Chanel went to a uh, Florida Georgia line concert. We even went to Dustin Bieber concert last time he was through. And, and I sat there and I, she's dancing around like crazy. And I'm sitting there just, just in, in shock, awe and staring. And she's like, are you having any fun? I'm like, I'm ha honest. I'm having the most fun. Yeah. It just may not look like it on my, on my dumb face. I'm not smiling or anything, but yeah. I'm having a great time and I'll just sit there and I'll stare and I'll watch and I'll watch what they're doing. I'll watch it. And, and, and Dallas. And one thing I know is that he keeps great company with his band and his band are, his band is uh, all of them fucking rock stars, man. I had a chance to play with some of these guys and the level of comfort you feel on stage is a huge thing, but just the, the, the sheer security mm -hmm. that you feel with these guys on stage is they're never going to let you fall. You know, if if you miss a part, they'll 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 help you out. They'll back you out. Yeah. They'll they'll help you get through it. And that's one of the things I'm 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 really trying to do is put together piece together a really solid core group of guys that I that I work with on a consistent basis. Totally. And uh, so one of the things that I've learned from Dallas is in the last six months is to hold myself at a certain standard. Um. There's been uh there's been some some show offers that. You know, in the past, I wouldn't even have blinked twice taking them. Obviously, you know, they have to be worth it. I uh, have to be worth the money. They have to be worth the look. Um, and, and, and a lot of, a lot of the shows now, they go through Dallas. And he, if I want to play a show, 
and and if, if even if he doesn't think it's a good look, he'll he'll support it. And that's one of the things that's so cool. Like I said, he's not trying to he's not trying to take over. He's just trying to he's trying to help mm-hmm. and trying to 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 steer the ship in the right or steer the train in the right direction, ship in the right direction. And and so we will sit there and we'll chat and we'll talk about the show and the reasons why I think it's a good idea to do it or why I don't think it's a good idea to do it. He'll listen, he'll take into account and, and we'll decide on something together. But one of the things that he's taught me is to hold myself at this, at, at, at a high standard because if I don't, then nobody else will, you know, it's so key. I actually use that word with our real estate team all the time is yeah. like, hold yourself to a higher standard. That's it. Exactly. And what I mean by that in like a business sense is don't let the little things slip. No, You are better than the other people in our industry, but you need to prove it every single day. That's it. Right. Kobe Bryant said this, had a quote, he, or not a quote. He, he was, and this, you got to listen to this first take podcast, man. I'm these, going guys, to. these guys are amazing. Yeah. Uh, every, every day I, they, they put out a new one and I'm at the gym. That's what I listen to at the gym. I don't listen mm-hmm. to music. I listen to, you know, Stephen A and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Max Kellerman. And they said, uh, Kobe was born with the most talent, but worked like he had no talent. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was great is because he knew he was talented, but he knew that if he didn't apply himself and never waste a day, then he wasn't going to be what he wanted to be. And that's the same mentality that, you know, I feel like Dallas has been holding himself for many, many, many years. And, and, it, it, like I said, you surround yourself with people like that and, and it's bound to pay off. And we've had talks about it and he's, he's been, he's been such a great role model for me in that regard. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's guys like him, but it's also guys like, like Simkin as well. Jonathan Simkin in my at 604 records, <laughs> um, um, but guys like him too have, you know, he's, we've had, he's been very, very upfront with me about a lot of things, which I respect so much he's been able he's allowed me whether it be an emotional call whether it be uh you know some things going on in my life or you know and and i'm struggling he's been he's been there through through a lot of stuff with me you know and it's it, it took me a while to to kind of really realize and appreciate it um but i you know i hope he listens to this and i hope he realizes how much how much i do he backed up my um, he backed up my, my bell. Let's talk idea. Like he, he has connections at bell. He went, the minute I brought it to him, he said, absolutely put down on paper exactly what you think and how it's affected you. And, uh, and, and let, and let me, let me know, let me, give me some points that I can bring to these guys. So I did, I put, I put my experiences, my, what I went through with my mental health issues when I was at my lowest point. And, uh, and he was so kind. He was so kind to me. And, and so understanding that he was like, no questions asked. I got you. No problem. And, and he did. And messaged me a couple of weeks later. And he says, he says, yep. So Bell's going to put you on all 14 stations across the, across the country. And, and they're going to, they're going to play this. They're going to play your song. I love your song. Love what you do with it. And creatively, he didn't really have anything to say other than you do you, man. It's great. You do you. He's been so supportive. And it's guys like that, that you need in your corner. You know, and, and to, to add Scott, to add Dallas to those, to, to, you know, the piece of the puzzle, last piece to my puzzle, I feel like if, if I haven't been happier, I said this to them the other day, I, I messaged my, my manager, Jenna, I said, I haven't been this happy in 
years. Years. Years, man. I feel like everybody's firing on all cylinders. Everybody's holding each other accountable. Everybody's on this path that, uh, that, that they see what I see at the end, you know? And that's, they can't ask for anything better than that. Hmm. You can't. It's great. Great. I'm man. pumped to hear that, man. That's, yeah, dude. That's exciting. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. You got a big 2020 ad, too. Mm -hmm. It's going to be good. Touring with Gord for the next, starting in February? Whoop. Starting in February. Late first February show, or something? First show is 21st, and then we have two weeks 21st. off, and then we back in, uh, we're back in Alberta, starting start the... Western Canada? Doing Western Canada. Are you in BC? Yep. Do we you? are doing BC. Uh, unfortunately, I'm unable to make the Abbotsford show they're playing the abbotsford arena but i'm unable to play the show regardless of whether i can play it or not i suggest you go see it because you see not just seeing me you're seeing andrew hyatt you're seeing jess moskaluk you're seeing uh you're seeing core bamford you're seeing Dwayne steel you're seeing Corey marks you're seeing eric etheridge you're seeing all these young these young guys coming up mm. and the amount of talent on that is gonna i'm gonna be riding with on that bus is is insane yeah. it's, it's crazy man it's it's, it's stupid and so I just, I'm lucky that I get to surround myself with that yeah. for, you know, a month and a half, you know? You, uh, you toured with him last summer too? I did. Uh, it, was it wasn't last summer. It was uh, 2018, November, 2018. Was that long ago? Okay. Mm, I think so. Was it 2018? What's? Yeah, it must've been. It what's life been. on the road like as a musician? Great. Yeah? It's great. Hard. Are um, you like tour bussing around? Yeah. Oh yeah. These guys, Gord does it right. Yeah. He's got he's, this this time he's got two buses because he's bringing us all a bunch of artists out with him, right? So he's uh, he's got two buses. He's got he's got his bus for the crew uh, and his band and um, and every. Calm down, white. She's like, Are you done? She hungry. That's what it yeah. is. She wants me to go. To, she wants me to go to Whole Foods. Oh, <laughs> um, but it's is is the best, man. I love it because I I'm able to get into a good routine, right? I'm yeah. a, I'm a creature of habit. So when I when I don't have a, a set routine for a while, it, it's tough for me to 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 really put every day to good use, you know. Um, but I was able to to get into routine for the first month. It was great. I would I was working out. We, we, every stop we would, every show we would go to, we would have, uh, we'd sound check during the day. Uh, we'd all, so a lot of us would go out for dinner after, um, and then before the show, and then we'd play the show. After the show, we'd jump on the bus, go to bed, wake up in the next city. Crazy, man. And I wake up in a new town wondering, where the hell there's a rule, no shitting on the bus. Don't poop on the bus or else, <laughs> or else you pay five or you pay 500 bucks. That's yeah, a rule. No pooping on the bus, man. Everybody's living space, right? You got to so, be careful to eat for dinner. Though, yeah, I guess, well, eh? well, you either got to or you just got to make sure you better you know where the bathroom is when you wake up in that next city, right? So I made sure I knew where the bathroom was <laughs> in every city. I'd wake up, I'd put my sweatpants on, I'd put my hoodie on, put my hood up and, and you know put my big boots on because it was winter time and I'd find the, the nearest Tim Hortons and I'd, <laughs> I'd buy myself a black coffee and, and go to the bathroom <laughs> and, uh, and then go back to the bus and, and chill with, with the rest of the band. We'd do sound check and I was able to get in that routine. A lot of the times too, Gord has a, uh, he'll rent a hotel room for us for the day um, so we can shower, we can, you know, shave if we need to or, you know, if we want to just chill or have a nap or something. He's got a, he got a room for for the band, so it was uh it was easy. A lot of time I would spend time in the gym at the hotels, you know, with the the treadmills that barely work. I broke a treadmill once. 
It was, <laughs> it was it was like the biggest piece of shit treadmill. And I'm a big guy. Like I'm I was I was pushing two two seventy five at the time. And and I'm running on this treadmill and, and then it just stopped working. I unplugged <laughs> it, I put it back in. It didn't turn on. So I went to this treadmill beside it. <laughs> I start running and it, 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 it stops out um and it stopped. I broke two treadmills in <laughs> one hotel room, bro. I broke two treadmills in one hotel room. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it, man. I was so embarrassed. I, I put it on Instagram. I put it on Instagram. That's how embarrassed I was because I needed everybody to know. That's one of those front desk awkward calls, right? You're like, ah, oh, man, I, uh-uh. I, I think there's something wrong with those nah, treadmills man. there. That's something you just walk away, <laughs> pretend it wasn't you. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but these things just don't work. I tried it, and it just didn't even... Didn't even work. I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't me. Couldn't have been me. Right, look at me. I'm, uh, couldn't have been me. <laughs> I'm, I'm on this health kick right now, um, really consciously trying to eat better, not so, not so garbage, and, con- and consistently eat good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've dropped, say, 15 pounds in, la- in the last couple weeks, man. What Just, are you doing differently diet-wise? Because it's difficult. I'm not eating pizza. I'm not eating cheeseburgers anymore. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? I'm eating eggs and toast. I'm eating chicken and salad. I'm yeah, eating, yeah. It's it's just it, cleaner. It doesn't take much. Yeah. To and I'm and portion wise too is is a big thing. Is is if I choose to, I can crush a large pizza. But if I'm gonna eat pizza, a I'm not gonna make myself feel guilty for it, right? If I yeah. went home tonight and I ordered call pan and go up. I call pan. I'm not gonna order a large piece. I'm gonna, I'm gonna order small yeah. or individual. Get some chicken wings on the side or something like that. you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Instead of getting a large pizza and the breaded chicken wings and also the non-breaded chicken wings because I like options. Yeah, and I could crush them all, man. I could eat. I could eat the whole thing. But now it's not about doing that. It's about portion control. Yeah, and it's about not eating it every day. That's something. Uh, portion control is something I struggle with when I like. I don't cook that often. Yeah. I live by myself. It's, so why would it's you? It's time consuming to cook by yourself. But I'll do it like once every couple weeks, probably. Yeah. Maybe once a week. And when I do, I'll make something that I like. Oh, it's probably so good. And then so it's so good. hard to stop eating. Whatever, if it's like tacos or like a pasta it's or like whatever. it's impossible to make enough for just one person. <laughs> right? Bro, I, okay, so I did the HelloFresh for a while. Yes. Okay, and I loved it. I, I, and the, I, if I wasn't on this like health kick right now, I would still be eating HelloFresh. And I like HelloFresh because everything's already portioned out for you. Mm-hmm. So they, own, they, they don't allow you to order a box without, you know, ordering it for two people. Right. You yeah. know, um, they don't just do single servings because that's a waste. So I would make both servings and eat one one day, eat the one, uh, the other one the next day. So I'd have two things, you know, same thing back to back with nights, but for me, it didn't really matter because yeah. the food that I was ordering, the options were so good. I found when I was cooking at my house, if I needed cumin, if I needed turmeric, if I needed, you know, uh, onion, if I needed uh, 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 ground beef, I was getting two pounds of ground beef instead of, you know, the quarter pound that they give you with HelloFresh. That's yeah. enough for one yeah. person. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, and I would cook the whole thing and I would put it in the big pasta and instead of eating a quarter of the amount of pasta, a quarter of the package of pasta that they provide for you with HelloFresh, I'd eat the full package of pasta because it was sitting there. And then later on, I'd look at it and be like, 
well, I haven't cleaned up the kitchen yet, obviously. So <laughs> I might as well just go back and keep eating. And that was my problem. I just kept eating and eating and eating. So this HelloFresh was so good. Gave you the recipe. Bang it out in 25 minutes. And and you're sitting there eating meals like, like a king, man. I was eating like this steak with this oju sauce <laughs> on it with some, with some fried beans and some mashed potatoes. Yeah. It was the best damn mashed potatoes I had, <laughs> you know, since I've been to the keg. You know, it's not like that. It's always portioned out. Are you worried for the road to eat clean? No. No? No. It's pretty I, good? I don't think so. Um, and, and, and again, it's all about... Uh, for me, it's right now, especially, it's about water consumption. Yeah. Um, like, I'm drinking four liters of water a day, and that keeps me full. Like, I keep my, my one-liter bottle. I just keep filling it up. Mm-hmm. I keep sipping on it throughout the day, right? And, and it keeps me relatively full. Um, I'm doing this intermittent fasting, so I don't eat after eight. Um, How long have you been doing that? Well, I mean, here's the thing. I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. But I, the food that I've been eating before eight o'clock. right. right, right is not great you know i can't eat before two o'clock three o'clock in the afternoon now anyways i have a coffee after the gym i have my little take my little bcaa gummies or whatever and uh after i work out and 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 then that's it but i don't eat i can't 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 eat anything sustainable until you know two o'clock anyways my body just doesn't want it and don't Mm. i don't i just don't do it i'm either busy doing something or it just doesn't even occur to me Oh shit! It's two o'clock. We should probably eat something now before you die. Um, before we wither away, clearly as you can see. Um, but yeah, this is the intermittent fasting now is working really good because I'm drinking lots of water and I'm keeping myself sustained. Um, like tonight, what is it right now? Seven forty-one. I'm gonna eat tonight because I haven't eaten dinner. I haven't eaten since you know one o'clock, one two o'clock this afternoon. However, it's past my past eight o'clock the time that i usually say that i can't eat however if i'm eating at nine o'clock or ten o'clock then i just won't eat until five the next day or four the next day or you know i'll, I'll extend that hour so i still have that 16 hour period yeah. where my body's digesting or whatever I, that's that's my main focus right are, you, are you feeling better since you started I'm down 15 pounds man yeah. uh, it's it's noticeable for me at the at the gym, I have days. Obviously, I'm a I'm my own worst enemy. But like I'm, I went to the gym the other day. I haven't been. I've been going to boxing and and uh, and doing that. But I went to my actual gym, and it's got mirror angles that you almost don't ever want to see. Um, but I, I I would always look at myself. And when I first started this healthy thing a couple of weeks, three four weeks ago, I'd look at myself and be like, ugh, the fuck, man, shit. But now I'm looking at myself, and I'm it's kind it, I'm I'm seeing the progress. And for me, that's the most motivating thing is just being able to see the results and see the progress. Totally. Which is great. It's great. Yeah, man. I'm killing it. I want another 25 pounds off by the end of February. Fuck. It sounds like you're on the right track, man. It's ambitious. It <laughs> is. But, you know, if I just keep doing what I'm doing and the biggest thing is just not to starve myself from anything. Mm-hmm. Like if I want pizza, I'm going to go get a pizza. I'm yeah. just not going to get a large one or a medium one. Or just like, because I like eating out too a lot. I bet. Look at all the nice things around you. I didn't even know this area existed, man. I was right, right across the street. There's, it's there's, so a, pan, easy. there's a Panago, there's a, a sushi, a Subway, <laughs> a Whole Foods, uh, a, a Vietnamese noodle thing yeah. downstairs. Like, I would never eat at home either. Yeah. Italian food is like oh. my, my, 
It crushes. I'm, I'm obsessed. <laughs> and being in North Burnaby, there's a lot of Italians here, yeah. which means there's a fantastic Italian pizza place right there. Authentic there's too. three more on Hastings. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, it's You're so screwed, hard, man. man. You, oh, you, you positioned yourself in the worst way. <laughs> in the worst way, but the best way. So you can experience stuff like that. There's uh, a great sushi place right beside Panago. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring you on stage. We're gonna find you a lady to, on on February 14th. <laughs> I'm bringing on stage. I'm bringing another lady on stage. You guys are gonna slow dance. I don't think For the girlfriend song. will be too happy with that. Oh shoot, she doesn't live here. <laughs> I forgot you had a girlfriend. I'll bring you and your girlfriend up there. There you go. You guys can have a nice little slow dance for a <laughs> Shoot. All she right. don't come here. She don't want to live with you. Or you don't want her to come in. Oh, yes, early on, man. How how long y'all been together? Uh, six months. That's early. Right. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep it as it is. <laughs> Stay home, woman. Yeah. <laughs> I made the mistake once, right? Yeah. So I want to slow it down a little bit. Yeah, I'm second. sure she respects that. Totally. Yeah. No rush. She's All younger love. too, so she's not in a big hurry. Anyway, that's <laughs> enough about that. <laughs> I can't wait to meet her. <laughs> She'll be there. Awesome. Yeah, she's Man. fun. Let's wrap up this way. Let's do it, bro. I always like... Asking you who like inspires you in your industry, maybe geared toward more like who are you pumped about that's up and coming kind of thing. Mitchell Tampany. I know you talked you talked about him last time, but he's he's there. Like he he's he's he not is. necessarily up and coming anymore. He he's he's a, he's a star. He is a star. Yeah, guys, a star. He's yeah, he's a beauty. The reason I love him so much is because a he's dating one of my good buds, one of my best buds, uh, Megan Patrick. Yeah. But also. He's like the nicest dude ever. Yeah, on the like on the planet, one of the most talented, craziest voices. His new song that came out, "Can't Go to Church." Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed, man. I was like, "Shoot, bitch, why can't you give me that song, man?" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, up and coming, uh, I, or anyone that you're like recently in love with, in love with, like yeah, yeah, yeah. enjoying their their stuff, what they're doing. I, I've always been a fan of Megan, of course. Yeah. Um, I got a chance to get to know her um, while I was on tour with her, and we've just had a really good relationship since. Um, I think I th I'm really excited about Kristen. She's uh, on. I'm pumped to meet her, man. Uh, you, sh you should be. She's, such a, she's phenomenal, such a sweetheart. Yeah. yeah, she's such a sweetheart, man. She's about five foot nothing, like just a, an absolute powerhouse of a voice, and and just the sweetest thing. Um, and and I really believe, I really believe that you know guys with knowledge as great as Dallas and as great as Scott who have been in the game for a long time wouldn't take chances like that um on a female artist because it is it is a lot harder for a female artist to to break through hmm. um i i don't think they would take a, a, an uneducated risk as as such uh, like like without you know without knowing the risks involved and sure. and i think that Kristen is is somebody that people are going to know People are gonna know. If you don't know, shoot, listen to the video, man. Damn, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm just, good, I'm man. excited about her. I'm excited. I've seen her. I've seen her on stage. I was at the BCC MAs. She was on stage. She killed it. She makes her own outfits too, which is dope. Her outfits are expressive. They are. Yeah, but she makes them herself. That's cool. I didn't know that. She did the. She does. She made this one. What did she say? I was watching her in the thing, uh, Instagram uh, story. And she was going off about how she she put like a thousand gems or something oh on God. her on her <laughs> jean jacket. I was like, how do you have the time to yeah. do that? I mean, obviously she's she's killing it, but 
I would never be able to just pay attention to one thing for that long. 100%. But it, but it looks great. And she does her own thing. She is, she's so unique and so cool in her own right. And I, I'm, I'm excited about her. You know Adam Doliak? I do. He's the guy that he's I'm kind guy. of obsessed with right now. There's a couple songs that he's got. What's his, what's his big one? Uh, uh, his big one is Famous? No. But his other one, before that. Before that? Well, I got it on here. Like on. the two, well, I don't know how new they are, but the newish ones that I'm listening to are called Solo. Okay. And Neon, Neon something. Have you heard Whiskey's Fine? No. Oh my God, Adam Dolia. 2017 Adam Dolia. Neon Fools, you know that song? Uh-uh. Oh, is baby, it fire? Is it fire? Oh, okay, yeah. I'll check it out. You look up Whiskey's <laughs> Fine. Whiskey's Fine, okay. Oh my God. Is that, I, when he put that song out, it, my buddy, my buddy Toby sent it to me and uh, he was like, Joe, you got it. You're like, this is straight up your alley, man. And I listened to it and it is everything in a song that I wish I had done. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, yeah. it was fun. Whiskey's fine. You'll love it, man. I promise. I probably have yeah, famous. There he is. 2019. Famous was a, a big one, I think. Wow. Okay. I'll check it out. Well, listen, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks uh, for coming back, man. That was a lot of fun. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do this every year. I think at least once a year. Totally. Why not? Right. I'm pumped to actually get to see you live. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna a be a time. Weeks. It's gonna be a time. Don't tell nobody this yet, but I'm hoping to get my mom on stage to to play She'll the, be there? to play the piano for me. Um, she's at home practicing tonight. Uh, That's gonna, amazing. We're gonna do a song. Hopefully, do a song together. Hope she hope she does. She used to play piano in front of big concerts. You know solo stuff and with choirs and shit and and uh yeah she hasn't played in a long time so for christmas i i rented her a, a keyboard cool. a weighted key p- keyboard uh so she could practice and she could and i sprung it on her early early in january i said hey any chance you want to come on stage play a show with me mouth just hit the floor I was yeah. like, are you kidding me <laughs> no <laughs> well and so i'm almost got her to, to say yes i think one more week of of pressuring her yeah. to do something she doesn't want to do we'll get her that'd be pretty cool it'd eh? be great man yeah. i think it'd be great that'd be a really cool moment for me in my life my career to have my mom on stage with me doing something like totally. that right have you played at commodore i have never That's had a, never such had a cool mom. venue man oh dude it's such a cool i'm venue. so excited like so excited i had like the like the upstairs there's uh uh there's the dressing rooms right mm-hmm. and i had like the little closety looking dressing room that we shoved my entire band in and and whatever and uh and i remember somebody said to me, it's one day man you're gonna you're gonna be right there the big one with the tv on the wall and like i oh maybe i don't even know if i'm gonna get it this time but that'd be cool <laughs> i'd be kind of dumb if i did <laughs> but we'll see man we come a long way in a couple of years man and i just hope it keeps growing and growing and growing i hope everybody you know and sees that I don't suck. <laughs> and, Even and just the personality, man, board. the optimism. Yeah. That's kind of what I love so much about you, other than the that. music, is yeah. be yourself. That's it. It's working. That's it. Love it. It's working. All right, brother. Thanks a lot for coming back. It's a pleasure, man. Good Thanks, to you. Yeah. <laughs> Car, you're the best.